And now, Walk by Faith with Pastor Jeremy Vance of Faith Church in Manitowoc. I walk by faith, each step by faith. Good morning and welcome to Walk by Faith. I'm Pastor Jeremy Vance and in studio with me today, as is typical, is my good friend Terry Stevenson. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, my friend. How are you on this Saturday morning? I am doing well. Do you enjoy spring on the lakeshore? I actually do. You know, you can drive inland like five miles and it's like way hotter. Isn't that crazy? But I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay personally with wearing sweatshirts. You know, I'm all right with that. I don't always have to be in a shorts and a t-shirt, even though I love being in shorts and a t-shirt. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, we can be by the water. It's refreshingly cool. And if you don't like the cool, you just drive inland a little bit, go golfing at places like Autumn Ridge or something like go. that, and uh, and boom, you're you're and warm up, and yeah, you're warm <laughs> up. Uh, Pastor Jeremy, today on the show is something that I don't think we've ever talked about in all these years of Walk by Faith, and it is simply to understand why there are so many different translations of the Bible. You know, I, I know a lot of people have heard of the NIV or NASB or the King James version. The, there's a lot of versions out there, and oftentimes I run into people and they ask, "Well, what? Which one is the correct one? Which one is is the real one?" Yeah. So we thought, let's talk about that today. Yeah, great. Uh, why, how did we get all these different versions of the Bible? That's a great subject. It's a great question, and let me just answer it in four minutes or less, which I think we can do on a real surfacey level. Uh, first of all. Um, There is uh, translations, let me just start by saying, the translation you have is one you can trust in. So when I start talking about how they're all different, don't get the impression that, oh no, I can't trust my translation. I'm just going to tell everybody listening, you've got a Bible in your house, and 90% of them are are, uh, trustworthy. I would say there are other books added like uh, apocryphal books. There are also um, the Mormon Bible, and I would say those are not trustworthy, but your basic 66 books of the Bible that you have, it says Holy Bible, and it's on your you know, shelf or whatever, uh, it's trustworthy. That being said, there are different translations, and here's why. There are The original language of the Old Testament, there's two different languages in the Old Testament that, that were original. The original writers wrote in Hebrew or Aramaic. In the New Testament, the original writers wrote in the language of Greek, the ancient Greek. Actually, more specifically, it's called Koine Greek, the common language of the New Testament era. That was the language of the Roman Empire, was common Greek language. Koine Greek, it's called. So then translators would translate the original languages into the language of the day. One of the first full-length biblical translations was actually Martin Luther translated the the Bible into German. And before that, Latin took over from Greek, and they translated the Bible from the Old Testament, uh, Hebrew and Aramaic and Greek and the New, to Latin. It's called the Latin Vulgate. Today, we have English translations, so let's just zero in on that. There are three philosophies behind translation. One is... Um, it's called a dynamic equivalent translation, meaning you'll take, let's just talk about the New Testament, but it's for the whole Bible. You would take the Greek language and you'd translate this sentence in the Greek language, which isn't, it, it would sound very clunky 
in the English. And so you take what's called the dynamic equivalent of that sentence. If this sentence says, um, you know, I'm making this up, but let's say the sentence in Greek says, um, the dog, it is a running dog fast. And in English, a dynamic equivalent would be, this dog runs fast. It's not the word for word, but it is a dynamic equivalent to that. So things like the New International Version, the Eng- or the um, New Living Translation, these are translations that take the dynamic equivalent. It's not word for word. It's basically phrase by phrase and sort of trying to get it that way. The other translation, uh, two of three, is the um, word-for-word translation. These are the most literal translations. New American Standard Bible, English Standard Version Bible. Those would be two examples uh, of a common translations. They do take, as best they can, word-for-word translation. They're trying to be as specific to the original language as they possibly can. The third and final philosophy of translation is called a paraphrase. They'll actually take an entire chapter and just paraphrase it in a very smooth, smooth, smooth way, not veering too far away from the original language, but giving a lot of liberty to basically make it sound like you could just read it so smoothly, like the um, uh, New Living Translation, I think is said I said was dynamic equivalent, but I'm going to change that. It's, a, it's, it, it's in between a dynamic equivalent and a paraphrase, but like the Message Bible is definitely a paraphrase, or the old uh, Living Bible from the 1970s is also a paraphrase. All this to say, it's the philosophy behind why they trans, or how they translate, that determines how they end up with their final product. For me personally, as I end here, I like the word-for-word literal translation I use the New American Standard Bible. I love the English Standard Version Bible. Those are two of my favorites. And uh, and yet, again, the Bible that you have on your shelf is a Bible worth reading. And I encourage you all to be students of the Bible as together we walk by faith. faith. This has been Walk by Faith with Pastor Jeremy Vance of Faith Church in Manitowoc. Join us again next week as we share again in a time of teaching and encouragement. And together, we can walk by faith. To download a copy of today's episode, please visit faithchurchmanitowoc.org. And if you're looking for a church home, we invite you to join us at Faith Church next to Festival Foods tomorrow morning at 8.30 or 10.15. God bless you and your family.